right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Smitty, back with another one, man, and I'm excited to bring you this episode. I know we were supposed to be here last week. I had someone hit me like, Jordan, where's the episode? I'm all caught up. What happened? <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's been a lot of recent developments in my life. A lot of things happened, and as you know, some of you may not know if you're only on the podcast side, you're not following on Daily Dimensions on Instagram, Jordan speaking on Instagram, but I'm planning a men's mental health cookout. I'm going to give you more details about that after this next point. So uh, about a week ago, I want to say, a week and a half maybe, I had a speaking engagement with Green Village Initiative at their community farm here in Bridgeport. It's on Reservoir Avenue. Not too far from me, hop, skipping a jump. I'm near like this is my neighborhood. This is my community. And it, it's amazing because they were the first people to ever pay me for a speaking engagement. I had had speaking engagements before that. But when I first started being a professional speaker, they were the first people to pay me. And I was like, yo, this is amazing. Like You can go on my page. You can see the first check. It wasn't even nothing crazy. But I'm like. I can do this like this is the most money I've ever made in one hour of work <laughs> like when we we apply for jobs and we look at jobs and we're like oh how much per hour do they pay you and then we start doing the math to see what our first check's supposed to look like don't tell me y'all don't do that I'm 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 one of the first people to be like okay I get this much an hour this many hours a week so my check should be looking like this but then they're gonna take taxes so it might look like that I think it's going to be that. And then when it's not that, you're like, yo, what y'all doing with my money? <laughs> but when I finally saw how much you can get paid per hour working for yourself, doing what you love and like how much you can get paid per hour speaking. And this is the extremely low end of it, of what I got at that moment. I was like, I can't never go back. Like, look at how much money <laughs> it would have took me X amount of hours to get what I just got right now in one hour. So it was it was amazing, man. And it was um, it was fruitful. It was impactful. And it was good to the point that they brought me back again this year. And, you know, it's amazing when they bring you back. Like I've had a couple people already where it's like, yeah, we, we want to bring you back. We want to bring you back. And it's like, yes, we doing something right. We leaving impressions. We making a difference. And that's all I ever asked for, man. So this year we talked about something a little bit different before we talked about building community. This year we talked about um, being you. And being an individual. And it sounds like something so simple, you know, because we're just like, yo, just be yourself, you know, be unapologetically you, be who you are, don't let anyone change you. And you feel me, all that stuff from the movies, and it, it sounds great, but it's like, as we get older, more and more, that, that question becomes really important. Like, who are you? Who am I? <laughs> you know, who is Jordan? And at some point, you got to be able to have a... a a depth filled answer to that question, a value filled answer to that question, because we really got to know who we are. And there's a lot of people in this world who just unfortunately get older and become very grown people, 40s, 50s, 60s and beyond that don't know who they are. And it's when you find out who you are, you can tell who doesn't know who they are. You're you're able to just look and see that mug from a mile away and be like, yeah. You cool, but just stay over there because you, you're going to interrupt my peace and I got to protect that right now. So we talked to these kids about being you and being an individual. And I spoke in my college experience about how I really didn't stay true to myself in college. I came into college wanting to make the dean's list and I never made it because I started getting into other things that just weren't me, like partying and drinking and 
all the other things that fall in between of that. Like that wasn't me coming into college, but I became that because that's what I was around. That's what everyone around me was doing. And I wanted to be accepted, you know, short story. And that's the story I told them, like short story. I wanted to be accepted. I didn't want to feel alone and I wanted to have friends and me and my friends coming in. Cause I knew people when I got there already, but like, Coming in, we were on very different types of time. Like, I was the one person freshman year, first semester, that was not on academic probation. Like, all my other friends was on a different type of time than me. I was really trying to make this dean's list. And then it got to a point I went to my first party, and it was never the same, dog. When I say (laughs) there was Jordan, and then there was Smitty, then there's the Smitty you know now. This is like Smitty 2.0, but Smitty (laughs) 1.0? It was a different dude, you know. And yeah, you go back to the episode with Play Pat and he's like he explains Smitty one That's yeah, that's that's a sample of who that was. But I didn't know who I was in college and it wasn't until maybe about a year ago, a year two years ago, that I really figured out who I was and I'm owning that and I'm stepping into that and I love that for me. And once you know who you are, no one can take that away from you. And in this day and age of social media where everybody's pretending everybody's just got a facade or an image to uphold and maintain, one of the greatest things you could do is be yourself and be authentic, which is why I told you all a couple episodes ago, like what I really want to do with this platform is be as authentic as possible. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. I'm not going to lie about nothing. I'm not going to hide nothing in my back pocket and give you all the filtered version of it. Like what you see is me (laughs) and I'm not only the kind of person that will tell it to you right here on camera, but if you ever hit me and we have a personal conversation, I'll tell you, (laughs) like, I'm an open book, man. I done been through some things and hopefully my story can impact a lot of people. And this is why we do what we do. And the overall ending thing that we had them do, we had them do a white writing prompt too, which was dope. Um, I had them write three points on answering the question, who am I? And then I had them write a couple sentences on um for the question what makes me special because it's important and i challenge y'all to do that y'all listening at home y'all watching online y'all subscribing ask yourself who am i just do some bullet points three points who am i and then write a couple sentences answering the question what makes me special and you got to be able to find the answers to that question and it doesn't have to be you know what makes me special? Uh, I got a 401k. I mean, that like that could be what makes you special. But what makes you special could just be I have an amazing smile or like <laughs> I like my laugh. I'm funny. Like it doesn't have to be these big, grandiose things. It, it could just be something real simple like, yo, I love that I'm a genuine person. And that sets you apart. But you got to know that about yourself and identify that about yourself. Because there's a lot of times I, myself included, have been in a space where I can't find anything positive about myself. You know, I can't find anything special about myself because that's just where I am in the moment, you know, and having that written down to remind yourself of exactly who you are is important to get you out of those rough moments where it's like, I don't see nothing good about myself. I don't see nothing good about today. I don't see nothing good about tomorrow (laughs) It's rough right now. So having that written down to remind yourself who you are and, uh, getting back to that is is amazing because it can pull you out of some tough times but the overall theme getting off a green village initiative because i didn't want to stay there this long but this message is important um i told them i said in a world where you can be literally anything you want to be 
please remember to always be yourself. You know, we live in a world where people on TikTok are being NPCs and getting paid thousands of dollars for it. And if y'all don't know what an NPC is, just type in NPC TikTok. You'll find it. But it's crazy. <laughs> like People are getting paid to pretend. <laughs> and it's thousands of dollars to pretend. Your favorite music artist is getting paid millions to pretend. It's, it's, it's a sad world where we monetize people being disingenuous and people not being themselves. And we just feed, feed a world full of insecurities and sadness and darkness. It's kind of crazy, but in a world where you can be anything you want, please, everybody, please remember to be yourself. So that's one green village initiative. It was amazing. It was dope. We got more speaking engagements in the works. They not, we, they ain't signed no contracts yet, but we in negotiations. <laughs> you feel me? We in negotiations right now. And if you or anyone, you know, needs a, a speaker, motivator, training, whatever it may be, hit your boy. You know, I specialize in mental health. Mental health is where I'm at. Um, but there's so many things we can expand on through that. Like it's, it's such an open door, but mental health is where I'm at. Y'all know me. Y'all love me. <laughs> yeah. I'll come down and, and, and we'll make it happen. Um, the second thing is really the first thing. So I mentioned earlier, we're having a men's mental health cookout. So this cookout, I'm kind of tight about it, but it worked out perfectly. It was supposed to be, it's Sunday. It was supposed to be yesterday, which is Saturday, right? And I'm checking the forecast every single day. Let me look at this camera right here. I'm checking the forecast every single day. And it's saying thunderstorms all day. Rain, thunderstorms, rain, more rain, more rain, thunderstorms. And then I wake up Saturday at 730 in the morning. And I'm like, if I check the forecast and it still says rain, I'm going to cancel it and move it to the next Saturday. It still said rain. I postponed it, moved it to the next Saturday. The whole day goes by. It does not rain. I could have had the cookout yesterday. I was so upset, but it didn't rain. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. And I did have some people hit me up that were like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't have been able to make it if you had it on Saturday. But because you're doing it the next Saturday, I can make it and I really want to be there. So. God's timing is perfect. Everything happens for a reason. I can't I can't complain, man. <laughs> I can't complain. And it gives us more time to be even more intentional, be better about it and just to do some really amazing things. So it is our first annual men's mental health cookout. And just to answer some questions, because we get these questions often, um, it is a ticketed event. The link for the tickets are in my bio. It's on my website. It's on the link tree. It's everywhere. You go to jordanspeaking.com and hit events on the tab. It's right there. It's very easy to get. The tickets are $15. It's not that expensive. Get the tickets. If you can't afford tickets, we will sponsor a ticket for you because we want you to be there that bad because this message is important and we need to get it to as many people as possible. So we don't want finances to be an issue for anybody. If you are having trouble getting a ticket or sourcing a ticket, we will sponsor that for you. Um, and what else? What are some other housekeeping questions people ask? Oh, can you pay at the door? Yes, you can pay at the door. But my people, please buy a ticket. Make my life easier. I don't I'm not. And if you do happen to pay because I don't want to be at the door the whole time. 
I don't want to do that. I want to be mingling and playing spades and dominoes. I don't want to be at the door collecting your money. Buy a ticket. <laughs> like, buy a ticket. I don't want to be sitting there. And if I'm not sitting there, I have to find a volunteer to sit there and, and collect your money. I don't want to do that. Buy your ticket online. <laughs> and then when you get here, you check in and that's it. <laughs> you know? And if you do come and you pay at the door, understand that you need to have exact change if you're paying in cash. I'm going to say that one more time. You need exact change if you're paying in cash. I will not have change for you. If you come and you know the ticket's $15 and you give me a 20, you are not getting change back. <laughs> so just I'm just letting that be known right now. You can pay with Cash App. You can pay with Zelle. You can pay with PayPal. If you want to do it electronically, I prefer that. I'd rather you just buy the ticket. But if you're going to pay in cash exact change um what comes with this we have guest speakers uh mental health panel that we're putting together there is raffles i got two baskets of prizes that was dope i just got them the other day that we raffling off we got t-shirts we got vendors <laughs> we got sponsors good food <laughs> and we got uh, another sponsor that put together some mental health like gift bags for the squad. So um, it's going to be dope, like <laughs> music and games and all types of stuff. And we're building a community. So for the price of that ticket, you're getting way more in value than you're actually paying for that ticket. So and I want to continue to provide value to you. So with all that being said, um, oh, last thing, it's probably going to be another one, but this event is to create a safe space for men to be able to share and build community. So um, we're get gearing it towards men. Men, please show up. If you are a woman who would like to come, um, you can come with your significant other. You know, if you want to come with your boyfriend or your husband, by all means, come because you may be the, the, the thing that makes him feel safe in that space. Um, cause I know myself, if I'm going somewhere dolo, I'm, and I don't, I don't feel comfortable having someone with you that you could be like, yo, Hey, I'm talking to you, you know, cause we get the social anxiety is a thing <laughs> you feel me. And you having one person, you know, in the area with you could be the thing that settles you a little bit. And now you can like really digest what we're trying to give you at this cookout. So if you want to come with your significant other, cool but just to come by yourself nah this is this is our space but if you want to come with your significant other let's do that i'm all for that i'm not gonna say no to that but no you can't come dolo dolo but we are going to have an event for the woman later this year um it's literally it came to my mind the other day we're gonna make it happen it's gonna be dope i already started telling some people about it but we will have something for y'all and we're gonna have a couple at least two more events um uh, throughout the rest of this year. And I, I really love throwing events. Y'all know I used to be an RMF. That was my, that was different Smitty ago, but, um, putting events together is something I'm really good at. And it's something that I enjoy doing. And then being able to mix that with purpose and, and what I'm really enjoying doing and bringing that all together. It, it's about to be dope. It's about to be fun. So I encourage y'all to pull up, definitely come out, and it's for a good cause. We're going to do this every year. It's starting in the yard. And as it grows, we about to take over the world with this thing. Um, but yeah, part of what is 
kind of driving this cookout is my own personal experiences. As you know, um, going back to the beginning, you know, my mental health journey like this kind of was birthed out of a place where I've overcome so many things and I have a story to tell. And we've been telling stories ever since. And people have been coming on here and telling their stories ever since. And this is an amazing platform we've built. Um, But part of what has pushed me to continue to do events like this and continue to grow this platform and do what we do is um, grief. And it's a funny thing, grief, because you may not always feel it right away. And for me, it's something that... um, has hit me recently. You know, that's where I've been these last couple days or week or so. I've been grieving a lot, man. And it's not that I've lost anybody super recently. It's just I'm finally in a space where I was still enough and just calm enough to finally feel those emotions. I lost a friend. I noticed the sadder part of the thing, but this is the intentional part of the thing. I lost a friend. Uh, His name is David Anderson. We called him Papa. And I lost him my senior year of college. And I was um, it was close to my the end of college. Like I had seen him. He came up to visit us. He went home and like a couple weeks later, passed away. And now I'm fighting for my life at school, trying to pass and finish these capstone papers. And I'm failing a gym class at that, like a a computer science class I was failing. It was so much going on and I'm just trying to graduate. And then you lose a friend, a close friend. I've known him since I was six years old. And, you know, we go to the funeral and we, we go through that whole process. And then that same day, like I got to come back to school and go back to being a student. And I don't have the time to grieve. And then, That was like seven years ago that all happened. And for the first time in seven years, I cried about it, man. It just hit me like a ton of bricks and I cried. And I was like, man, like I miss my friend, (laughs) you know, and not just him, but my friend um, Emmanuel Omari. And he I lost him. Twenty nineteen to suicide. Um, my other good friend, Clark, we lost him to suicide as well. And I was just for these last couple of days, this last week, just grieving these people and like feeling these emotions. And a lot of it has to do with this event, you know, because I sit there and I ask myself, like, obviously it's, it's not much I could have done. Um, but I ask myself at times like, man, you know, what if they were here to be a part of this event? Would it have made a difference? You know, like, would it have changed anything? Would it have, um, would it have been the thing to keep them here? You know, and I don't own their loss. I don't take responsibility for it but it's is it's just something that runs through my mind like yo what if they were here for this would this have made a difference would they have shown up like would they have bought a ticket you know could i have gotten through to them in a way that maybe someone else didn't you know and it's tough because you never really know what somebody's going through you know they could be sitting there with a smile on their face cracking jokes like not a care in the world and deep down inside it's like yo they're just one moment away from not being here and 
because that's such a real thing, like that is a very real reality. Um, I, I try to be as intentional about all these things as I can. And even if just five people showed up to this event, I know I did the right thing because I reached those five people. And I keep telling myself, and obviously I'm not in control of all of that, but I keep telling myself, like, I'm not going to lose another friend, you know, um, in total, I've lost three people I know to suicide and one to an overdose and a whole lot more to just senseless violence. And I don't want to lose another friend, man. I want to see us all get old and gray, you know, because getting old is a blessing. <laughs> getting old is a luxury that a lot of people don't have, you know? So the next time you're having your midlife crisis and it's like, Oh my God, I'm about to be 30 or 40 or whatever. And I don't got my life figured out. There's a lot of people that don't have the chance to even complain about that. And I think about that all the time Man, getting older is a blessing. And my birthday is in two weeks. I turned 30 <laughs> and I'm just thinking about it. Like, man, it's a blessing. And I'm just happy to be here and I'm happy for the people that are still here with me, man. Um, y'all about to make me cry on this episode. I ain't never cried on that episode. Y'all about to get me on here boohooing. But um, this is what we do it for, for real. And if I could just reach one person, two people, three people, like, and that person reaches another person, you know, I could, I it, it could be over right now. And I know I did the right thing, man. I know I've done an amazing job. And you know, I know the work's not finished. We still got more to do. And we only getting better. And I'm, I'm I'm happy that I've been tasked to be this person to like lead this charge because it's needed, especially among men and especially among black men. I got a note here, a statistic here is really the only note I really got. <laughs> and um, uh, there was an article, I think it was written by the Atlanta Voice, but it was on the website for the Suicide Prevention Resource Center. I believe their website is SPRC.org. Oh, I'm trying to put my reporter hat on here. And when it pertains to black males here in America, um, the rates among black males aged 10 to 19, the suicide rates aged 10 to 19 are up 60 percent. And the when it comes to early adolescence, Black boys are two times as likely to die from suicide as their white counterparts. And that is a crazy stat, um, especially when you mix in that when males attempt suicide, our completion rate is higher. You know, um, I believe women have more attempts. Obviously, do your research. I believe women have more attempts but men have a higher rate of completion. So when we get to that point, like that's it. And, you know, suicide among black men is the fastest growing demographic. Um, and that's, that's, that's not where we need to be. <laughs> that's not where I want us to be. And, you know, there is, it's important because there's a, among my community there, there has always been this and it's starting to change now, which I love, but this idea around mental health and suicide in particular that like that's white people stuff, you know, and it's not, it's human being stuff. 
Um, and it affects us too. And you can ignore <laughs> the signs and the symptoms. You can ignore your mental health all you want to, but at the end of the day, you have to live with yourself. And if you're not right within yourself, you can't be right for anybody else. And I hope that, you know, as a community in your own families, in your own personal life, that we take this a lot more seriously. Um, I will say among women, man, y'all are really amazing. Um, <laughs> you know, when they say behind every good man is a great woman, like when it comes to daily dimensions, y'all, y'all really be supporting me. Yo. The greatest fans, supporters, whatever you want to call them are the women in my life who appreciate daily dimensions, man. My donations <laughs> be coming. I mean, there's men too, but it's mostly women. <laughs> Even when it comes to this cookout, a lot of the people sharing it and was like, yo, this is dope. Pop out woman. <laughs> the donations be woman. The prayers be woman. The shares be woman. The listeners be woman. Like y'all really support me, man. And I love that. Um, and I love y'all, man. I wouldn't be here without y'all. So, I just want to let y'all know the love and the support is appreciated. I may not get to every message that y'all send to. I see the messages. Um, it'd be a lot going on. I was in a hospital a couple weeks ago. There was so many different things happening. <laughs> Life has been crazy this year, but um, I'm blessed, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm doing well. I'm feeling well navigating it all. But. You know, I, I want us to continue to take these things seriously, continue to love one another, continue to be the best you that you can be. Um, and in a world where you can be anything you want, remember to be yourself and pop out to the cookout. I don't care what y'all doing next Saturday. So we moved it. Obviously, we said that August 5th, Saturday starts at two. The speakers start speaking. The panel discussion starts at four. Don't come at five talking about what happened. Like. You, I'm telling I'm giving you the sauce right now. So please show up, pull out, or pull up, pull that. That sounds crazy. We're going to keep it in anyway. Pull out, pull up, pull ups. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing y'all, man. Come, come have a nice little, uh, little meal with your boy and we're going to have fun, man. So until next time, this is Daily Dimensions. I love y'all. Tickets are on JordanSpeaking.com. Remember, love yourself, love your neighbor. Be blessed and until next time, peace.